I tell you what, uh, with the current land prices, I've always thought, I wonder if there's people out there that have a fetish with disgusting looking feet. Because I could make bank. I could be the poster child <laughs> for gross feet pics. I've learned to just... The bar is, can never be low enough for human beings. There's probably somebody. There's probably somebody. <laughs> oh, look at that callus. Mm, crack there, that built-up nastiness. Anyway. Burke and I just had one of the longest intros we've maybe ever had. Great conversation, but if you're really just looking forward to hearing about our 90s crushes and stuff, why don't you scoot forward about 50, five zero minutes, and you'll find it, and you'll love it, but stick around for the info, intro if you want. You might be enlightened. 50 minutes? You're going to edit some of that down. Yeah. Maybe 45 minutes. Okay. Here we are. For another episode of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast, Adam Patterson, your host, Ped, here with Burke. Hey, buddy. Long spring days are here. I'm sunburned, more sun-kissed, not sunburned. And it's just- Put a little aloe vera on that? Nah. Just got to let it turn into a good tan. Okay. I guess that would be considered a sunburn, Mm -hmm. but it's been long days, the wind- can stop. It wasn't that windy today. It was windy on the farm, but compared to the last two days, it was a walk in the park. The wind really takes it out of you. Like by the end of the day, it you're does. just like tired and you're like, I think it's because I was fighting wind all day. Yeah. So yesterday uh, in the afternoon, I was like, I got to go. I got to go inside and wash my eyes out and my ears and everything. Just eating dust all day long. I look in the mirror. My teeth were like black dust on them from blowing off the ground and dirt and stuff yucky just close your mouth while you're out there yeah apparently (laughs) i'm walking around like this like all day apparently i'm a a mouth breather you must be (laughs) (laughs) just walking around like a doofus oh man so did you know that um I'll, i'll say it like this did you know that uh april 9th was national asmr day Oh, I can't stand ASMR. Me, you told me how much you love ASMR. I I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. It's like the f- it's like feet pics. I don't get it. <laughs> feet pics. Like I don't. I think it was Javi Baez. He uh, didn't hustle out a ground ball or something. He screwed something up. So they uh, AJ Hinch sent him to the showers early, and someone noticed. Like I think while the game was still going on, he liked a foot pick on Twitter. <laughs> And someone's like, can someone check on Javi Baez in the clubhouse right now? And I remember I, I saw it, and it was funny that he got caught, but also I'm going, what is the deal with foot picks? I don't get it. I don't get it either. It makes no sense to me. I'm just baffled by the fact that there's people out there making probably six figures 
mm-hmm. selling pictures of their stupid feet. Oh yeah. I just I don't have a lot of faith in human beings. I tell you what, uh, with the current land prices, I've always thought. I wonder if there's people out there that have a fetish with disgusting looking feet because I could make bank. I could be the poster child <laughs> for gross feet pics. I've learned to just the bar is, can never be low enough for human beings. There's probably somebody. There's probably somebody. <laughs> oh, look at that callus mm, crack there. That built up nastiness. Anyway, <laughs> um, I got a few thoughts here. <laughs> I was behind a car the other day in Storm Lake that had a dog hanging out the driver's side window. I almost rammed their car. I was so oh, no. Ang- I was so angry. I was the, like the pet in the car. The dog on the lap while you're driving. I will never get over this. It's, it's just awful. the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. I don't know why I I was like just relax. Don't <clears throat> rear end them and I I calmed down, but it just was like I just don't understand those people. In our hot takes episode, that might have been the most universally agreed upon take. Oh, really? Yeah, people don't like the the animal roaming around the vehicle while someone's driving. No, I I want to know like how many accidents have been caused by a dog. I don't know, probably more than we realize. Uh, <laughs> next thing on my list, I got a whole list here. Okay. Um, I appreciate that the people at McDonald's want to give you as much soda as they can. Oh, they but they're that overfilling it. Like yep. you try to put your straw in, it goes and everywhere. Soda just comes out all over the top of your pop, and it's yep. like, can we idle that thing back a cog? Just, just idle just that leave. fountain machine. Give me a little bit of space. Yeah, leave a half inch. Here's an idea: take a little of the ice out. Amen. We're all on to you anyway. Amen. You're putting ice in there, so you don't have to give us as much pop. You're saving money there, but just stop filling it up so much. Yep. Or the person that the the fast food worker that hands you your drink and there's so much there's so clearly it overflowed and there's pop on the side. It's like, can you wipe that down before you give it to me? Yeah, I don't want that to turn to stickiness in my cup holder. Yeah, the cup holder is going to be a real crime That's, scene, and later it's going to attract ants. I don't know about that. I don't have a lot of ants in my <laughs> car. Uh, okay, next thing. You know who does like that ice? Tommy. Trumpets. Tommy Trumpets loves the ice and the drink. Jeez, what a loser. Okay, here's the next one. I have noticed. I can tell when somebody's relationship or marriage is either seriously in trouble or already gone through social media, and they don't even have to say it explicitly. Wow. They just start posting a lot of cryptic. Um, they're not really memes. It's more like it's it'll have like, I don't know, a picture of a lake with like words over. You know, it's stuff like that. Uh, yes. And it will always say something like, um, like some I, I've. I know some people from high school that must be going through some stuff because they've posted a lot of this stuff lately. Uh, it's just a lake with some words that are going to say like, don't worry, someday you'll meet somebody who actually appreciates you. And it's like, <laughs> could it be any more obvious? Okay. Trouble in paradise. You yeah. see that a lot on the Instagram stories too. Yes. And it's something like, or it'll say, it'll say, like I say, it's a female. It'll say something like she was beautiful chaos and not everyone could appreciate it, um, but always know your true worth. And it's like, <laughs> okay, I think she wants her husband or boyfriend to see this because this is this is not just a regular post. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They've reached the breaking point. It's time to go to social media. Yeah. Or it'll say something. Here's another one I've seen lately. Something like, uh, 
who knew that having your whole world torn apart was exactly what you needed to find your real self. And you're like, Ooh, <laughs> it's not good. This reminds me of the episode when I uh, told you about the bracket of the bad guys, like the worst guys bracket. And there was the, I hope she sees this tweet guy. Yes. This is like the reverse. Like I, but like you, you tweet something good and positive that you hope she sees that makes you like, look like someone who's boyfriend material. This is the opposite. You want already current in a relationship person to see it and be like, Hey, you got some fixing to do or we're going down a bad path. Yeah. Here's one. This is somebody, by the way, whenever I see these, I just snooze them for 30 days. Um, here's one. I owe myself the biggest apology for putting up with what I didn't deserve. Oh no. And it's like, just, Oh no. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) You need to find somebody to talk to because cryptic Facebook posts are not going to fix whatever is troubling you. There should be a house for sad people when they go into and there's just signs like this all over like the house, like the signs that people get from Hobby Lobby that say like home or faith, family, friendship and stuff like that there should be a house for, with sad signs that people can just go sit with all their sad signs all around them i saw a meme the other day that said something like and sorry i'm not trying to poke fun at people's heartaches and troubles it's more like a stereotype that's funny because we've all seen it a million times oh yeah but it was something like when he starts posting pictures of the kids and she's posting a lot of pictures at the club oh boy the relationship's in trouble yep. like <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> yeah that's uh probably not not going well it's not but don't you think a lot of people become like social media detectives when they notice like hey that profile picture used to be them and their spouse and now it's just them or just them and the kids i instantly am like well they're single well they start i think a lot of people will go okay i'm gonna get to the bottom of this and they start like kind of digging and they're trying to find some they're like looking at both people's profiles trying to see if they can piece together the crime like they're amateur investigators of so who messed up here or (laughs) what's going on yeah and you see a picture uh of the whole family all together like a family photo everyone's smiling and it's like from mid 2021 and then there's like a nine month gap with no photos and then all of a sudden all the photos after that are just one person and the kids you're like, mm, something happened here. I saw a picture recently. It was a Facebook friend, and it was with a totally different guy. And the comment underneath of it was, yay, so happy for you with a heart. And I was like, I didn't even know they had broken up with their previous person. <laughs> like long-term relation. I might have been married. I don't remember. I don't know the person very well. But we're tangentially Facebook friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just like, Wow. That's a lot has transpired without me paying attention, yeah. but wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I I really enjoy kind of tongue in cheek poking fun at social media because we all use it and myself included in ways that are yeah. f- stereotypically funny or Oh yeah. You'll look back 10 years from now at something even like I said even I'll look back 10 years from now at something I posted and go, "Ooh, I shouldn't have posted that. That was kind of cringy." Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I turned off the memories. Because it would bring up memories and stuff, and I turned them off. I couldn't. I couldn't stand to see myself from seven years prior anymore. I wonder if I could find my MySpace profile. That might be worse. <laughs> um, <laughs> family Guy had this great. Family Guy does some really funny jokes about how people use social media, um, and I think somebody, one of the characters, posted on Facebook like, "Had the worst day, 
don't want to talk about it. And somebody <laughs> underneath it on social yeah, media. And somebody underneath of it goes, I'm so sorry. Let me know if you need anything. Capital any. And the person wrote back, um, can I have your car? And then the, the other person's comment got deleted. And then you saw the three dots. And instead of saying it, let me know if you need anything, it just came back with sending good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny, like it was funny on a lot of levels. Number one, people posting on social media had the worst day. Don't want to talk about it. It's like, then why did you post that on exactly. social media? Everyone's going to be asking. And then people saying, I'll do anything for you. And then when they get asked to do something, they just take it back. Like, actually, I'll just send good vibes. Yep. <laughs> I've just got like my, I've got like my five friends that I know I can text and share things with. And you don't need a 21 year old Adam every now and then put a cringy status on Facebook. Oh, now, I'm sure I did too. Now I just throw out a text to friends and I got like the five, six people in my life that need to hear about it. And no one else does. My wife and I have a mutual friend from college. Recently, she like stumbled upon all of her Facebook statuses from like 06, 07. And she was screenshotting them and like sending them to us. And it was just like, I want to crawl in a hole and die. These are so bad and cringy. <laughs> and like, I bet it was hilarious to see. And I, I tried to give her a a break i go listen man none of us knew what we were doing oh no and we didn't know that you could see it forever and this it's back when your facebook status would be like adam is the the is yep yeah and you would fill stuff in with like feeling grateful for friends yeah (laughs) it's that's what people would write after a night hanging out with friends you'd go back to your dorm and you'd type adam is grateful for the best friends in the world yep and then and go to bed everybody else would go so Adam clearly hung out with his friends tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And then if like Those maybe your friends days. ditched you, you would write something like, Adam is grateful for real friends. And it's like a veiled shot oh, at, man. The, at the people who didn't Cryptic. invite you out that yep. night. Woo. Passive aggressive. Yeah. Uh, you and me, I have a topic written down for you, me, and Tom, our uh, early adventures in social media to talk mm. about. We're the OGs, man, of Facebook. I think my band's facebook or myspace page is still up because we don't know the password to delete it <laughs> that's great last i checked it was still up but then that's amazing i heard like half of myspace crashed or something it, like oh, no. literally they said some profiles are gone and i've never gone back to look but i never had a myspace i actually i really liked myspace until um it was probably around oh five myspace eventually just got so cluttered mm-hmm like you go to someone's page and like the background would have like crazy stuff happening, sparkles and animations. And then like there's like a song by the used playing somewhere on a media player that you can't find on their page. And it just starts auto playing as oh, soon as you go I there. Can, I can't stand those. You can't it, find out where to stop it. And then uh, but I really enjoyed MySpace's top eight. I think it was a top eight. Top eight. Yep. Where you would you could kind of really see who who uh where you ranked in people's life socially really threw it out there but then i got facebook in 05 um and it just got really hard to manage both yeah i felt like um it's kind of like owning two sports franchises which one do you want to pay more attention to well i that's a really (laughs) okay so that's an analogy that like five billionaires in america can relate to (laughs) (laughs) but I, I felt like if I put a status on Facebook, I would just copy and paste and put it on MySpace. Yeah. And it just got to be too much. You yeah. know, as the Bible tells us, you can't serve two masters. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Facebook beat out MySpace. <laughs> oh, man, it did in more ways than one for the rest of the time. And then Justin Timberlake invested in it and tried to bring it back, and it was not going to happen. Nope. And people were like, JT, quit trying to make MySpace happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Stick to boy bands. Stick to your dirty pop. You're dancing. <laughs> okay, next thing. Okay. Another Facebook thing. Here we go. I saw a Facebook post today. I think it was ESPN. And I just noticed underneath there was 6.6 thousand comments. Mm-hmm. 6,600 comments. Hopefully and I'm we going, have that someday on a post. But who are these chuckleheads that are commenting on this? Dude, no one's going to see that. People looking to hopefully get in an argument with like six people. I'm sorry, but if you're more than three comments deep, I'm not looking at it. Who who sees a Facebook post, number one, from a large media conglomerate like ESPN and goes, 8,000 comments? I'm going to be the one. I'm gonna, I, I have a take on this that nobody else has in these <laughs> 8,000 comments. People just got to get their opinion out or they might implode. It's just yelling into the void. It is. And I just want to tap that person on the shoulder and go, it's okay. No one cares. Yeah, no one cares. Literally. It's how they- no one cares what you think about some hot take about LeBron and Jordan. Like, like relax, man. No one's reading this. <laughs> There's 8,000 comments on this Facebook post. Yep. No one is sticking around for 8,001. Nope. The internet has really fooled a lot of us into believing that our opinions matter when in reality they don't yes boy that's right it's just provided everybody a like a bullhorn prior to the internet where did people get their opinions out on did they just tell their friends and that was it probably literally just their friends maybe a letter to the editor (laughs) letter to the editor coffee shop uh, I don't know, hanging out at a, the Kiwanis Pancake Did, did we have a bulletin board in town where you could just write like, <laughs> Larry Bird's better than Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson's trash. Larry Bird's the goat. And just like... Sign your name. Just pin it up on the bulletin board in town for everybody to go like... That'd be great. Well, let's see Ryan's take on Bird versus Magic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wouldn't that be great? Then people could come write their opinion and tack it on top. I don't know how many people listen to this pod, but I just have fun doing it with you, and I don't really care if anybody listens to it. We don't more make any than, money doing this. More obviously. than fifty, less than a thousand. More than so fifty-one. Someday. <laughs> Some. that a, you should have said more than fifty, less than twenty thousand. That's a nice way to say fifty-one people. Hopefully, someday it'll be a lot more, and uh, the goal is to make some money doing it someday. I just don't want you to ever make so much money that you don't live across the street from me because it makes it really easy for me to come over and do this. But if you were like, I don't know, living out at Lake Creek, I'd be like, yeah, I got to drive over to Adams at like nine o'clock at night. I'll build a podcast studio at Central Alta. I think you should keep this apartment always and then just turn this into the pod studio. I could have a couple different things in here. It's almost like it would be a really cool clubhouse. A like, room with a green screen, green screen, a room with the pod studio, all sorts of fun stuff. If this just became your uh, your office, essentially, we yeah. just we just meet to record things. Here. Keep the fridge, so we can always have cold pops. Yeah, I like this idea. Otherwise, I have one last thought. Just you want to do it? It it's a teaser of the wedding thing. Ooh, how many of these horrible maid of honor best man speeches start with? For those of you who don't know me. <laughs> oh, I hate it so much. They all 
all starts. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Stacy's roommate from college. I want to stand up and say yes, and we'll never know you again after tonight. Can you just talk? I like the minute somebody starts one of those speeches, like they, I want them to be two words into it, and I just want to yell, "Get to the point!" <laughs> like I don't even know what they started with, but I just noticed that that is what so many of these speeches start with. For those of you that don't know me, and it's like we're not we're not keeping notes. Nope. I have mm. so many things to talk about on this wedding. The pod. wedding one is going to have to be only that topic, and it's probably going to be long. And you should put a disclaimer. That's it might like, be like a two-hour episode. Well, there should be a disclaimer that says, if you're getting married any time in the next six months, don't listen to this, because <laughs> right. we're going to bring you down. Yes. But also, oh man, people in general need to be better about planning weddings. Just be better. Don't be cliche. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so, that, so that's excited. my little teaser. I All have, right. And I, I probably have the most hot takes about the speeches at weddings that's gonna be my number one grinds my gears the speech is and then we'll get off of it the speech the good wedding speech i'd say less than 10 percent of them i don't think there is such a thing as a good wedding speech well there you go there's two kinds of wedding speeches bad ones and ones you don't remember that's it oh man i have some memorable ones nobody but, but they're ever memorable because they were bad. so cringy that's what i'm saying it's either really bad it's kind of like it's to me it's kind of like referees or umpires or whatever if i remember you that's probably bad yep if i don't you were good and i was too busy coaching my team if you suck i probably recognize you on site and know who you are because <laughs> you're that bad good call for the most part good call yep okay that's all my kind of quick quick thoughts here to start all right i have a question for you or two uh what is your favorite i was just thinking about this the other day baseball season has just started opening day of baseball is a big deal what is your that's my answer sunflower seeds i was gonna ask you what's your favorite opening day what do you mean like there's opening day of march madness there's first day of school opening day of baseball opening day of hunting and fishing season i've never been hunting in my life so well i've been bargain hunting (laughs) Um, but no, I've never, I've never been hunting waskwee wabbits or anything like that. Um, honestly, for me, it's probably opening night of high school baseball season. Nice. I love opening night of high school baseball season. Um, especially if it's a home game. I kind of like that. Right on. Um, opening day of MLB. I really like, I like it less because Rob Manfred is ruining the sport with lots of really dumb rules. Yeah. He really took some of the wind out of my sails this year. Like I canceled my MLB TV subscription. I'm just sort of following the Braves through box scores and um, my fantasy team and, and maybe like highlights on Twitter or something. I feel like baseball's Major League Baseball's new motto should be, let's hurry up and get this crap over with. <laughs> that should be their new motto. <laughs> my favorite opening day, first day of school. I was on my soapbox super mad, and I looked over at you, and you were like scratching your eye, not even paying attention. Well, I'm, I also had something and, and I'm in like, my eye. I'm like, this dude ain't going to keep any of this in. <laughs> I also have I've had corn from three days. Well, now eye. I'm watching you closely because knowing you, you pick an eye booger, you're going to eat it if I'm not careful. <laughs> First day of school, hands down, my favorite opening day. I love summer and hung out with friends and stuff, but man, there's something just about always being around all the people. First day of school is way better as a student than it is as a teacher. Oh, I imagine. First day of school as a kid was awesome. That was the best, man. Being around everyone, new shoes, new clothes, seeing all the girls again every day. First baseball practice as a player was awesome. Great I loved first baseball practice. Our first practice was always on Saturday. 
A memorial? No, that ain't right. There's I don't no remember. Way. That's not right. I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember we did something on Memorial Day Saturday, the Saturday before Memorial Day always. We like set up all the flags in town and then played a game of workup. I think that's what we did. Everybody talks about that. What is workup? Uh, I honestly don't remember. Must be a Northwest Iowa thing. Isn't it like you go position was, to position or something? Yeah. You, you bat until you get out and then you start in like left field, left field. No, you start in right field, work your way to left, to third, to first, and then you get to go bat again. So you just, but you just get to keep batting until your, you get out. Your job is to get people out yep. because and it doesn't matter who makes the out. Everybody moves. Yep. So much fun. Who's pitching? Coach? Uh, our coaches usually pitched. Yeah. Okay. That's Sometimes players did pitch though. Hmm. I kind of like that. What's uh, dude? It was a blast. when you say you hit till you get out. Did you have to run to first base every time? Oh yeah, you had to run the bases. So if like we hit a bunch of singles and stuff like that, and loaded- so if so if you hit a double, you have to run it out to second and then go back to the plate. No, right no, away no. And bat? Then you stay on second. Then there's like so there's a certain amount that there's eight people in the field and like four or five batters. Oh, so you stay on second and hopefully so someone brings you in. If so, even if you get tagged out. Because somebody else hit into a force play or something or whatnot, mm-hmm. you, you're since you're the one that got out, you're the you're in the field. Yep. Oh, okay. That it's sounds, a great time. It sounds fun. We always looked forward to it. Sounds it like a good best. like Sandlot game. Yep. We would go set up flags, play work up, and then I had to quick change, and I was in the band, and I had to go play at the Memorial Day service. What'd you play? Flugelhorn. <laughs> Flugelhorn and drums, same time. Talented. <laughs> So you've been a drummer a long time. Yeah, since I don't know, 12, something like that. Can you drum for like a rock band? Are you, are you that kind of drummer? I could drum for a rock band, but I'd be more, I could keep the beat and do some fun things, but I'd be more basic. I ain't going to be out there pulling out anything crazy. Like, could you drum, uh, maybe not, you can't do everything he does, but could you drum along to a Blink-182 song? Oh yeah, I could. You just probably can't but do I'd everything more that Travis. Yeah, can I mean, do, yeah. I'm 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 a stain in your underwear compared to Travis Barker. <laughs> Everybody is. Yeah. Um, did you? Uh, what's? Did you ever pursue drumming outside of like church worship music? Did you ever like have a little band with anybody? No. Kind of wish I would have sometimes. Yeah. Was there a lot of me and there, Josiah are talking about writing, trying to write some music together? You should. It's good. Yeah. You should always be as creative as you can, no matter yep. how old you are. Um. What uh, did you have a lot of kids in your high school that played instruments like guitar and bass and stuff? We had. Did you have any bands in your school? We had no. Wait, take that back. There was a band called Rock Bottom. Oh, nice. And they were not good. Kids a few years younger than us. Most high school bands aren't good. But uh, they they went for it. Uh, we didn't even have a bass player till I was a senior. Like so, in the school? No, like in this. Well, if they did, they weren't in the band. So, like when I was growing up. I when we had multiple drummers, I was always our number one drummer. But for a song where we're, you were you were first chair for a <laughs> first chair drummer, but then sometimes we had the keyboard. Since I knew how to play piano, we had the keyboard that plugged into the. You play piano too? Oh yeah, I took piano lessons for eight years. Can you years. still play piano? No, it's one of my biggest regrets was not sticking with it. You can lose that ability. I did it for eight years and was really good at it, and then just got too busy with sports, and I stopped. Can you, you, so if, if we put a keyboard in front of you right now, you couldn't tap out a little uh, Ooh. hot cross buns or anything? Mm, no. You used to be able to absolutely slay the entertainer, though. So good. What's the entertainer? Yeah. Is that the song from The Sting? Uh, yeah, but it was so I would for bass, I would plug in a bass keyboard to an amp and play the bass on the keyboard because we didn't have to have a bass guitarist till I was a senior, I think. 
But Elta, when I was in high school, not a musically inclined school. There was about six of us that were any good in music. Uh, they got really good about f- six years after I graduated. When we, started, say, when we started winning like state jazz championships okay, but and stuff. That's two different things. What do you Being mean? good at jazz band and then like having kids like pursuing music is two different things. Oh, yeah. We never really had anyone pursuing music. Yeah. I kind of wish I would have done it with drums because when I was in the thick of it, I mean, I'm pretty good now, but I was better in high school. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. I, I, I took piano because I told my mom I wanted to be a drummer and she said, well, you have to take piano lessons because that's where you're going to learn counting, syncopation, rhythms, all that stuff. And she was right. It helped me immensely. Sometimes, and no offense to Mary Pedersen, sometimes I feel like we put barriers in front of kids like that. For example, when I was in fifth grade band, I played the trumpet. Mm -hmm. And I did not like playing the trumpet. And so... I liked piano, though, eventually. I don't know. Just, Just hear me out here for a second. Um... And I, and I didn't want to play the trumpet anymore. I wanted to play guitar. And so we sold the trumpet, bought a guitar. Mm-hmm. My parents said, that's fine. Sold the trumpet, bought me electric guitar. And uh, my mom calls the music teacher over the summer. This is between fifth and sixth grade. And she said, hey, just so you know, Ryan doesn't have a trumpet anymore. We sold it. He wants to play guitar in the school band. So and the teacher goes, he can't do that. My mom's like, mm, what do you mean? And she goes, he can't, <laughs> he can't play guitar in band. He can play guitar in jazz band but he has to play in the concert band in order to be in jazz band so he'll have to like you can't just be in jazz band and my mom goes that's kind of goofy yeah my mom goes well he doesn't own a trumpet anymore like we sold it i remember my mom put her my mom never got mad she was just kind of matter of fact talking to the lady and uh she put her hand over the phone she looked at me and she goes she said you can't play the guitar in the school band and i said my mom goes what do you want to do and i go well, just tell her I quit band then. And she's like, <laughs> okay. She gets back on the phone. She goes, he's going to be done with band. And just, my, she's like, okay, talk to you later. Hung up the phone. And I'm going, I want to be in the school band. Yeah. And they're not letting me because I have to play the trumpet in the concert band. And some people are just, in order we're to getting play too the, uptight. In order to play the thing that I want to play. We're getting really uptight at that point. And, and I don't, I, I asked somebody about this once after the fact when That's I was an silly. adult. And they're like, well, if we just let kids be in the jazz band, there wouldn't be a concert band and no one would be in it. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to force them to be in concert band and jazz jazz bands the treat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, why don't we just make concert band something people want to do? But I mean, I'm sure I'm not a band teacher. It's probably deeper than that. But what if you were just like, I really don't want to play the piano. Mm. I want to be a drummer. I have zero interest in playing the piano. I'm passionate about drums. Would she have let you still play drums? Oh, for sure. Okay, good. Because it's yeah. kind of like, I'm playing guitar, I think she and was, I don't want to play trumpet. So Yeah, it was definitely coming from an area of like, I think this will be helpful to make you a better drummer. I always feel like people say <laughs> piano is like a prerequisite for everything. Really? Like, oh, yeah. Every time you talk about an instrument, I feel like someone's like, well, you should take piano because piano will help you with literally every instrument. And I'm like, I don't agree that, with that. Can that be true? I mean, Josiah slays guitar up there. He's never played anything but guitar. Yeah. You mean he didn't play trumpet in order to play guitar? <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, yeah, I went through I went oh, through man, all of high sucks. school super passionate about music, writing my own music, being in a band and all this stuff and I'm like I was just I couldn't I was I couldn't be in the school band. That just makes no sense to me. Can you imagine that teacher listening to your guys' songs after you make an album 
And she's just like sitting there disgusted and be like, gosh, he'd be so much better if he would have just played the trumpet first. Well, so that lady, that was my, what I just played the trumpet. She was my fifth grade band teacher or whatever. The high school band teacher was super cool. And like, let me play in the band room whenever I wanted to, even though I wasn't a part of the school band. Yeah. And he, um, he wrote me a personal or a permanent pass. I could just show it anytime I wanted to, to study hall teacher. And he would just let me play in the band room. And he, I, so to me, like that dude got it. He was like, yeah, he's not one of my band students, but I want to encourage this kid's love of music. Yeah. And I remember the summer we recorded our album, he let us borrow all of the school's mics. It's like, awesome. He did not have to do that. But he was like, here's this group of kids who go to this high school who are extremely passionate about music. And I want to be in their corner, even though. I'm not going to make him play by my rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we always um, were grateful for him for like encouraging us in our music, even though it wasn't the school band, quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. So he should have said, hey, man, uh, whenever you retire, free of charge, we'll play at your retirement party. <laughs> and he was probably like, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. We don't need any uh, punk bands or pop oh, punk, whatever. Man. But to me, yeah, it's sort of like you have this really good baseball player in your school and you're like, well, you can't play baseball unless you play basketball, buddy. That's the rule. Yep. It's like, but I could really help your baseball. I know, but you got to play basketball or you can't play baseball. Them's the rules, Junior. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, so were you in school band? Oh, yes. I was in school band. Never had to do it during football games, obviously. Uh, would play pep band for the like. Some guys march in their football uniform. Yeah, I never did I've that. I've seen that. Yeah. I should have. Uh, I was pretty much the only good drummer we had. Uh, whoa, whoa. What if some of oh. these former drummers are listening? Yeah, if they are, they're probably agreeing. <laughs> I don't know. You're nothing uh, if not confident. Yep. Uh, I would play through halftime of girls basketball games and then go down and change for the boys game. And I don't remember what they did for drums after that. We, I'm assuming we had a backup. I don't really know for sure. We had a lot of musicians in my school. Not Alta when I was in high we school. We were same, similar size as Alta. Um, or Alta Aurelia, I should say, pretty similar to that. Um, we were a very, very good jazz band. Um, and like it felt like all of the cool kids were in jazz band. And they practiced at like 5 in the morning. Or maybe it was like 6. It was early. But it was like a lot of the popular kids were in jazz band. We were going to state jazz and winning state jazz. And I felt like that was probably the thing my school was best at was jazz band. But also we just had kids that like played guitar, played drums, played bass, like I think when I was in high school, there was at least two or three bands in my high school alone. That's awesome. And that's I, rare. Um, but I don't know if the most popular kids in your school think that stuff is not cool, then you're probably not going to have a lot of that. Also, like the music that's popular now is very different. When we were in high school, what was really popular was like guitar driven, you know, Blink-182, Green yeah. Day. Good King um, Wenceslas loss. <laughs> but now I feel like all the popular music is like Drake Taylor Swift, um, stuff that's very much created in a studio. And, um, if kids, if that's the music kids like, that's probably the kind of music they want to make and they can't really make that kind of music. Yeah. Speaking of Taylor Swift, uh, I recently heard her talked about on a podcast. She was seen out with friends in New York. Is this going to be just a Taylor Swift dig? Yeah. Uh, she was seen out in New York with some friends, um, probably seeking out some other guy that she can date for the sole purpose of breaking up with them to write a song about him. Didn't she just date the same guy for like years? Uh, I think eight years. 
So clearly that wasn't a relation. You think she's playing the long game? Yeah. But she was photographed wearing these jeans, apparently, that were like had butterflies and stuff like sewn onto them patterns. How dare she? And they were found out they were like $678 jeans. And all these women like freaked out and like wanted to go like find them and like are like spending money they don't have to buy these jeans because they're so obsessed with Taylor Swift. What? I must say she's got quite the pull. Thought you said I was waiting for the dig. I I said she was just probably looking for some guy to break up with. The dig was that she her, she's using her fame to irresponsibly bankrupt people. Luke can't afford jeans. Oh my gosh! <laughs> just kidding. This is her fault. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, but honestly, man, I'm surprised so her jeans her. don't. I'm surprised her jeans don't cost more. People are so obsessed with her. Like I got to go find those. Jeans. Apparently, think... they found a website and people started ordering them, and they sold like thousands of pairs. I don't of think jeans people are as obsessed with her as they used to be. Probably hope not. I think she really life. fame wise. I think she peaked with 1989 that album. I don't even know what that is. It was their album that had like a billion hit singles on it. Is that the one Tim McGraw song "Tears on My Guitar"? No, that was back in her country days. 1989 is one of the best like pop albums ever. First time I ever heard that song, I was with Tom in his white Monte Carlo. When did your hatred of T Swift start? Uh, I oh, I remember this specifically. It was one year when. First of all, I've never really thought she was country, and so I don't like that she won all these country awards from people who I thought deserved it. Oh, are you the gatekeeper for what's country? I am. And uh, <laughs> I remember some CMT award or whatever. She won like nine awards, and she, I mean, come on. Everyone knew she was going to win them all. Every time she won, she put on this big surprised fake smile like she didn't know it was coming, and I, for some reason, I just got disgusted with her. Why were you watching the CMT I used to awards. watch all the award shows. I stopped, thankfully, about seven years ago. I don't watch any of them now. I used to watch all the country music ones, and every now and then I'd even throw on the Emmys and stuff Do like that. Do you don't watch awards anymore because they're too woke? No, I just think they're <laughs> boring. And like, yeah, who cares? They kind of are boring. Now I'm just like, who cares what wins? It's I If something wins and I didn't like it, like, what's the point? I you think know? the Oscars would be so much more interesting if they gave awards to movies we've all seen. Exactly. Like, I feel like the, I mean, no offense to these movies. I'm sure they are the best movies made of the year, but it's like always movies that for the most part, a lot of people haven't seen. Yeah. And I, I, I'm always a little bit annoyed that like movies like Tommy boy that have no awards. It's a joke. Honestly, the movies that all of us grew up watching and loving. And it's like it, what's, what's a better achievement that you made a movie that is universally beloved and got everybody to laugh or an obscure movie that had some cool camera angles. Like, come on, what's what's actually harder to do? It's the biggest cinematic crime to me that all these incredible comedies, they don't ever like nominate them and they don't ever like the two like 2000 to 2010. What an unbelievable amount of comedies we had. So many of them should have won awards and never even would get nominated. And if you go back and look at best picture winners, sometimes you have some like, I think like Forrest Gump one, like that's clearly yep. a, a beloved movie everybody saw. But some of these, it's like, what? What movie is this? The Shape of Water. Blech. I saw that movie. Did you see it? I just have heard nothing but terrible reviews from people. It's interesting. I saw it. It's interesting. Or it's a um, soloist one. It just doesn't. I just don't understand. Uh, it's to me, Shape of Water is not going to have a lasting impact on the culture like nope. Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore will. No. Or Anchorman. People aren't going to be walking around 
quoting The Shape of Water becoming happy because of it. Correct. Jeez. What was the soloist? Uh, no, it was that I that was a movie with Jamie Foxx. I was thinking the solo uh, silent film. The artist. Yeah, the artist. There we yeah. go. That silent film. I, I just, think that one is remembered as like they boring. Mi- they missed like like even like six months later they were like we probably shouldn't have given oh. that a best picture to the artist. I stopped watching the Oscars because I think it's a joke. Whatever. I think it's super long. It is cool when someone gets slapped. <laughs> I got one more thing, but I'm going to save it. We've had a long intro. And we've we've talked about some funny stuff and some serious yeah. stuff. All right. The meat. Mm. <laughs> of the episode. Ryan and I consider ourselves uh, people who love pop culture. And I dove into a lot of pop culture in the 90s, early 2000s. And you know what those shows have? Pretty girls with good personalities and cute smiles. Okay. And we are going to list our top five. We're going, we're going back in time. We're going back in like time, back, baby. Like you're saying, like 1990s Ryan. Yep. Who were you crushing on? Yes. In pop culture. Oh, yes. Yes. And mine are so vivid. And boy, oh, boy, was it fun to make this list. It was fun. Um, I had to kind of think for a little... A couple names immediately came to the forefront, and other yep. ones I kind of had to think for a while, and they yep. came to me. My top three were no-brainers. Four and five after that, I had to think. And then I have some honorable mentions. Okay. I'm going to start with my fifth and go up to one, and then I'll end with my honorable mentions. My number five crush, when Adam Pedersen was just an adolescent boy, was Suzanne Summers From Step by Step? The mother from Step by Step. See, not that for might, that might be where my love for older women started. She was, I was of the age at that time where she was just, she was a mom on TV. I thought she was hot. Like you said, well, like we said before in a different pod, you watch it now when I'm 36, and now she's my peer in that show. <laughs> it's true. But when I was a kid, I was like, I was more, um, Kelly. I think Kelly was the brunette daughter. Yep. Um, Dina was mean. Mm, very mean. Kelly was cool. Unnecessarily mean. Kelly was ditzy, though. I yeah. And that was the point. But yeah. Yeah. Suzanne. Suzanne what a Summers. Show. Okay. Here's my my number one, Elizabeth Hurley from Austin Powers. Ooh. Vanessa Kensington. Wow. Nice. I thought she hung the moon. <laughs> yeah. I thought she hung the moon. I was pretty was bummed when she wasn't in the second one. But yeah, I don't know why. Man, Elizabeth Hurley. Mm-hmm. What a cutie. All right. <laughs> my number four. I think you're going to be like, what? But man, I watched this show all the time. It was on Saturdays at like 2 o'clock. City Guys? I can't remember what channel. But a lady that I was in love with, Xena Warrior Princess. Oh, Lucy Lawless? Yeah. (laughs) Really? I thought she was a babe out there kicking butt and taking names. So uh, Love Xena. When she came back on Parks and Rec... Yeah, she she wasn't throwing ninety five anymore for me. I, As Zena, she was hitting it. Zena Warrior Princess was always um, a show that was followed up by Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman. No, I always remember it as being on at like two in the morning on like WB or something like or like UPN. But maybe that's when I was catching Obscure Times. What a name for a show, Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman. She's just the medicine woman. Um, <laughs> that was the first time I ever heard. The word, the name Burkhardt in a TV show. Hmm. They said there's a fire at the old Burkhart place, and I was like, <laughs> "Whoa, that's my name." <laughs> um, okay, my next one. This was a big one for me. 
Alicia Silverstone. In, oh boy! In Clueless and in Blast from the Past, she's so beautiful in Blast from the Past. Yeah, two '90s heartthrobs, her and Brendan Fraser. I just remember seeing Clueless, which came out in like what '95, '96. Mm-hmm. So I'm like nine or ten, and I was mm-hmm. just like, "Whoa!" She's in my honorable mentions. What a fox! Yeah, she was. She was really something back then. I she love, looks pretty similar now, actually. She looks beautiful. She's now. aged really well. I love the movie. I haven't aged very well, but she has. Yeah, most of us don't. I love the movie Blast from the Past. Yeah, I I actually watched it in its entirety for the first time, like maybe a year ago, and it was yeah. simply because I was flipping through like Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Alicia Silverstone. I gotta watch that." Yep. All right, my number three. Uh, probably not on most people's lists, but I loved her, Laura Prepon as Donna. Donna Pinciotti. From that 70s show. I thought Donna was cool, but I didn't have a crush on her. I crushed on her. Something about redheads, man. And she looks real good now. <laughs> you sound like Wooderson from Days and Confused. Something about redheads, Something man. about those redheads, man. <laughs> I like that red hair. That's what he says. <laughs> I like that red hair, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, my next one, Meg Ryan, When Harry Met Sally. Oh, my. I, I've always had a little crush on Meg Ryan. Hey, she's a pretty lady. Yes. So, But specifically, um, When Harry Met Sally. All right. My number two, uh, probably on every single boy's top five, if they made one, without question. I think I know who you're going to say, and I bet we disagree. Go ahead. Topanga Lawrence. This is what we're disagreeing on. She is beautiful. Was it was then even more beautiful now? I I did not have a thing for Topanga. Really, man, she was a smoke show. No, she was so weird on that show. Yeah, but she was still pretty and beautiful. And man, she's she's aged well. I I get why um, all the boys of our generation liked her. Like I, I'm not saying I don't see it, but she did not do it for me. Hey, to each their own. Yeah. So that's, I I was thinking about this. I'm like, he's going to say Topanga. 100% he's going to say Topanga. Oh, she's so beautiful. Um, okay. My next one, Liv Tyler and That Thing You Do. Oh, nice. Yeah. And she was great in Armageddon too, but in this, That Thing You Do, she's got the 60s hairstyle. She's cool. She is a pretty, She's in Empire Records too. She is. And also uh, Lord of the Rings. Haven't seen it. Yeah. She's a. Uh, she's an elf, right? Yeah. An elf queen or princess or something excelsior (laughs) elf princess get out of here all right my number one has been since 1997 this is your number one yeah uh my number one has been since 1997 when the smash hit i know what you did last summer came out i know you're gonna say and it's been jennifer love hewitt and i listed her for a different movie still in love with her to this day can't hardly wait yes but more specifically the last scene of can't hardly wait at the train station oh dude she (sighs) <sighs> she's just like just can't put did you watch party how, of five? Oh yeah I can't, you can't put into words how beautiful she is yeah for me it was really just can't hardly wait because such I a did, great movie i've never seen I, I know what you did last summer i don't think she's a very good actress no she's not a very good actress but boy she's pretty <laughs> she's not but she's gorgeous she's good and can't hardly wait uh okay my next one miss Veronica Vaughn. Oh, Veronica. I don't know this lady's name. Dang, she's beautiful. But uh, Miss Veronica Vaughn. Yes. Oh, she's gorgeous. 
Yep. All and, the cool kids pee their pants. <laughs> and I don't even know what she ever went on to be in. No. But she knocked it out of the park in Billy Madison. Yeah. That was an iconic um, iconic role. Yeah. Uh, some of my honorable mentions, Kelly Kapowski. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Also, she should Yasmin be on my Bleeth. list. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. <laughs> Tiffany. I always get those two confused. Yasmin Bleeth and Tiffany, and Amber, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yeah. Tiffany yeah, Amber Thiessen as Baywatch. Kelly Kapowski is. Yeah, I don't. Ha- I think most and guys have by her the top way, five. She's not in mine. By the way, still has her fastball. Oh, does she ever? Big time. Does yeah. she ever? What about Hurts with another one for you? Um, I had a big crush on. Uh, let's see. Well, Wendy Peppercorn. Oh man, not a huge one, but Wendy Peppercorn. Uh, Cameron Diaz and the Mask. Gorgeous. That was like one of her first movies. Yep. Beautiful. Jody Kramer. That was the character's name is Michelle Burke from Daisy Confused. Mitch oh. Kramer's older sister. Yeah. She was really cool. She was. I always had a thing. I always thought she was cool. Man, now that makes me think of the of the swimsuit girl from uh um what's the other what's the other Daisy and Confused and what's the other high school Fast Times? Yeah, Fast Times at Richmond. Phoebe Cates? Yeah, the one who comes out of the pool. Yeah, she's pretty. Relax. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jennifer Connelly, career opportunities. Nice. Heather Graham in License to Drive. Did you ever see License to Drive? I have not. The two Corys, Corey Feldman and Corey. Corey Haim. Uh, Corey Hart. Oh, I don't think I. No, have no, no, seen no. That. It was Corey. Haim. Yeah, Corey. Haim. Corey Hart was that. I wear my sunglasses at night. Yep. Singer. Corey yeah. Haim, dead yeah. Dead. Heather Graham was the the. The girl that he took out in his car in that movie. Mm-hmm. Then she became Heather Graham Bell. Hmm? She became Heather Graham Bell eventually. What? No, she didn't. I don't know who the Bell guy is. No, you're thinking of Alexander Graham Bell. <laughs> Heather Graham is still Heather Graham. He didn't become Heather Graham Bell? No. You're thinking of Alexander <laughs> Graham, Graham Bell, Bell, you dumb dumb. <laughs> <laughs> if that's true, I'm not even embarrassed. The inventor of the telephone? <laughs> you sure? Yes. Both of his parents were deaf. Did you know that? No. Yeah. And that's um, why he wanted to invent something where people could talk to each other. Okay. Larissa Olenek. She was Bianca in 10 Things I Hate About You. Beautiful. She was the uh, the cool sister that wasn't mean to everybody. Yep. Do you have any more in yours? Oh, yeah. Terry oh. Hatcher as Lois Lane. Oh, yeah. Terry and Hatcher. And then in the movie or in the show Cougar Town, she steps it up a notch. Well, I, like I said, I love older women. I remember her mostly for like in Seinfeld. Yes. Oh, my gosh. She was in that Seinfeld episode. Man, Terry Hatcher. My last one, what I, I did Alicia Silverstone, my last one I've written down, also from Clueless, big fan of Stacey Dash. Oh, Stacey Dash. There you go. Right now. D- Dion. Right now, Stacey Dash could strike out the side with some flamers. She's beautiful. Didn't she... Uh, she get a little weird. Uh, don't they all get weird? Uh, that's probably true. I don't know. She I, did. Okay. Boy, she's pretty. I'm okay. I got like four more to rattle off. Okay. Christy Swanson from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the original Buffy. I've never seen it. So I don't know who she is. I watched. She, okay. Have you seen Big Daddy? Oh yeah. It's it's his girlfriend at the beginning that breaks up with him. Oh okay. I know it's who she Christy is. Swanson. Yeah. She hasn't been in a lot of things since then, but I watched the nineteen ninety early nineties Buffy the Vampire Slayer probably two years ago. And there's a she's a cheerleader, and there's a basketball game at the beginning. And if you look closely, Ben Affleck is one of the players. Really? I don't think he has any lines, but I'm like, hey, that's Ben Affleck. Like <laughs> that's awesome. Before he was Ben Affleck. That's amazing. Um. Okay. I'm gonna. Okay. So there's Chrissy Swanson. I don't know this actress's name, but uh, 
Dave Chappelle's girlfriend and half baked. <laughs> uh, Mary Jane is her name. Yeah, <laughs> she was she was a little crush. Um, Haley Duff. Wow. No, no, no. Hillary Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Haley oh. Duff was the sister that was in Napoleon Dynamite. Hillary Duff. Awesome um, if she wanted to move to a cattle farm. <laughs> I think she's happily married and has yeah. kids. Um, for a brief time, because we're exactly the same age in real life, the Olsen twins. Yeah. Remember when we were kids? Right around, what was that movie, New York Minute? Yeah. When we were all like 18 years old, and now they've just been chain-smoking Marlboro Reds. Yeah, and they look gross. They look, well, relax. Beaten down. I just want to say, like, they look way older than we are now oh yeah they're weathered and if you uh that's a good way to put it very like i said they look like they've been chain smoking marlboro reds oh yeah but if you just look at like a picture of them in that movie new york minute when they're like 18 years old yeah and then a picture of them now you're like these aren't even the same people nope something and they didn't have plastic surgery it just looks like life has been hard on them i don't know I don't know that teen star life, man. But, you, but when you said that, though, it reminded me. We we were all really into the the Olsen twins when we oh, were yeah. kids because oh, they're yeah. they're like our age. Their sister, whoa! Oh, Elizabeth Olsen, wow! I didn't even know she existed till I was in my thirties, and she showed up in a Marvel movie. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they have a sister. She is gorgeous. You can't talk about that right now because we're talking about in the nineties. Sorry, take it back. I'll edit it out. How about what you said though? Reminded me, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, and Lindsay mean, Lohan mean girls? leading up to Mean Girls was slaying. And then she had her phase where she went kooky. What about uh, uh, Aunt Rebecca from Full House? Yeah. Lori Laughlin. Oh, man. Aunt Becky was a freaking babe. Okay. And then my last one, um, Bugs Bunny, when he puts on the wig and <laughs> oh, puts gosh. on the stick. <laughs> <laughs> and he tries to, is he trying to be Lola? I don't know. I just remember in some of them when he was getting away from Elmer Fudd, he put on the wig and lipstick, and and you're going, you know, he's got a little something there. (laughs) No, kidding. I just wanted to get a reaction. That was great. I wondered if one like that would slip out. (laughs) Um, That's funny. Did you ever see that Rodney Dangerfield movie, Ladybugs? No. It's He's a soccer coach, and he's got like, I want to say it's like a nephew or something who's like crazy good at soccer. So he has him cross dress and like wear a wig and just dominate. But there's a girl on that team and the movie came out like, I don't know, early nineties. And I remember as a kid, I watched that and I was like, I had a, I had a crush on the, the girl soccer player because you, you can guess how this movie, this movie goes. Oh yeah. For some reason you just put a wig on this kid and everybody thinks he's a girl, but then Joanna man, but, but then he develops a crush on the girl that I liked the the actual girl, how it always goes. And then I think like in a pivotal soccer moment, his wig comes off and everyone's like, what? You know, like one of those it's, it's all very telegraphed. You could see it coming. You know, who came into our life for a couple of years and sparingly, but was really queen Latifah cute and looking good. (laughs) Nope. Not the old queen Uh, was Brad's girlfriend at home improvement. Oh, Lauren, Ashley. Lauren was Randy's. Yes, Ashley. She was blonde, right? Yeah, the blonde. Yeah, she Ashley. seemed really cool. She was did cute. She, did she screw her ankle up on the dance floor? She did. <laughs> Hurt it bad. Yeah. She and, had then, a, and then she had a bum wheel there for a yep, couple episodes. And she had to soak her ankle in a in a bowl of grape punch. Oh, it yeah. It turned her foot purple. Didn't Tim go nuts buffing that thing? Yeah, buffed he buffed it, just he buffed it too much. He overbuffed the floor with some turtle wax. Yep. 
And then uh, her dad and Tim bonded over their love for cars. Oh, did they? Yep. I don't remember that part. The dad was mad at Tim, and then all of a sudden he says, oh, you like cars? And then they go out to the garage. I kind of I kind of remember Lauren was Randy's girlfriend? Yep. What, what did she She wasn't like? in there as much as Ashley. Ashley was kind of like a fixture. Yep. Did Brad and Ashley end up together? They were engaged at one point, but I don't think they ended up together. Hmm. I do not remember. For one of my favorite shows ever, I should remember that. We need to write some fan fiction. Some we home do. improvement fan fiction. Oh, we should. Where we definitely should not. Okay. But <laughs> but uh briefly a good idea, now it's past. What uh well, more like I thought about it for a split second and I just thought how embarrassing if someone's like, So what have you been doing? It's like me and my friend have been writing some home improvement fan fiction. <laughs> Like, there's just no universe where that's remotely cool <laughs> or worthy of our time. Oh, man. I I can't think of any more off the top of my head. I'm sure some will pop up. Jessica Rabbit? Yeah. For a cartoon. Yeah. Uh, Let's put it this way. If I was also a cartoon, she'd, I'd be in on Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, I'd ask her out. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. No one from, no one from Family Matters. Laura wasn't not attractive. I don't know. Laura had her moments. Um, Darcy from. Who's Darcy? Roseanne. Darlene. Oh, Darlene. I didn't even like the show Roseanne. Everybody in that show annoyed me. I never, um, never watched it. Saved by the Bell was a good poll. Yeah. Um, Julie from Hangtime. <laughs> good jumper. Yeah. She had a good jump shot. Julie from Hangtime. Um, what are some other teen shows that we're forgetting? Boy Meets World. We talked about that. City Guys. Nine hundred two one zero. Oh, Jenny Garth from nine hundred two one zero. Shannon Doherty. No, Jenny Garth. All those gar- Ty- Tyra Banks. She wasn't really. She wasn't really in TV shows. All right. The next topic that we can bounce. This has been a lengthy but good episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, jingles you'll never forget. We've talked about jingles. We've sang them on this show. And a long time ago, I think you brought this up to me as a potential topic. Jingles will never forget. There's been so many over the years. And when I'm thinking jingle, I'm like thinking commercials and like business commercial slogans and songs, not like TV show theme songs. Yep. So many jingles. The first one that instantly comes to my mind, J.G. Wentworth. I don't remember that one. All I remember is people yelling out their window. It's Call my money. J.G. Wentworth. It's my money, eight, and I want seven. to know. The one that I remember specifically, though, is when they do the opera, and all the opera singers are singing it. Mm. You have a custom settlement, and you need cash now. I don't remember Call that. Call J.G. Wentworth. I only have two jingles down. That's all right. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> don't worry. Call the Car X Man. And... uh Hot pocket. That's all I got. Hot man. I had Jim Gaffigan sign a hot pocket. Caliente pocket. Yep. How about the general insurance? I That one crossed my mind when you just said that. Yep. J.G. Wentworth. Go um, to the general and save some time. The one I probably hate the most is McDonald's. Like, but up, up, up. I hate that one. Yeah, I'm not a huge I'm fan. I'm loving it. If you want your tasty starches, look for the golden arches. Isn't I'm loving it from a Justin Timberlake song too? I don't know. I think it is. Sexy back? No. Okay. Um, how about Band-Aid? Cause Band-Aid stuck on me. Oh, 
I am stuck on the Band-Aid brand because Band-Aid's stuck on me. Yeah, that one always just is in my head. Yep, that's a good one. Band-Aid, um, of course, the Adventureland theme song from back in the day. You're Come gonna, on over to Adventureland. You're going to love it at Adventureland. Before they say that, they say, you're going to have a fun-filled day. Yep. Yeah, and you're going to love it at Adventureland. Farmer's Insurance. Oh, we are. I had a farmers. I had a college roommate once ask me if my dad and I just walk around the farm singing that jingle. It's uh, I'm kind of breaking the rules, but the the intro song to America's Funny Home Videos is really good. Oh my gosh! But that that's breaking the rules. So good. Uh, it kind of counts as a jingle. What are some um, a lot Folgers. Of- the best part of waking up is Folgers, Folgers in, your in your cup. The Toys R Us one. What was it? oh. I don't want to grow up. Yep. I'm, I'm a Toys R Us kid. Man, so good. Cl- By the way, Klondike Bar. What oh, would you do yeah. for Klondike Bar? What would you I've do never had for a You ever had a Klondike bar? bar? I've still uh, never had a Klondike Bar. Some, All the years of that Somebody offered me once a Klondike Bar, but I wouldn't do what it's they were asking. just an ice cream sandwich, I wouldn't isn't do it? what they were asking me to do for the Klondike Bar. Good. I said, I'm not doing that. Oh, because what would you do? And yeah. Is it just an ice cream sandwich? Yes, but it's a square. Huh. And there's no stick. I haven't had an ice cream sandwich right? for a long time. There's no stick in a Klondike No, bar. there's not. I yeah. just know it's like a little silver package. I've never had one. But come to think of it, I always used to love to go to the gas station and get a big bopper. I haven't done it in years. We had some mini ice cream sandwiches a little while ago in our freezer. Dang. I want an ice cream sandwich now. Anyway, um, Ace Hardware. Ace is a place. What yep. the hell? There's one. If you listen to the Atlanta Braves radio broadcast, there's a place, Cook's Pest Control. Looky, looky, looky. Here comes Cookie. Cook's <laughs> I, I love it. Pest Control. <laughs> it's, it must be a Georgia company, but all of us that listen to Braves radio know the Cook's Pest Control jingle. Oh, man. That reminds me now of the uh, uh, what's the resort? Treasure Island Resort and Casino. That's one of the sponsors for Twins games on the radio. Mm. <laughs> And I love I love listening to a Twins game while raking hay and cutting hay in the summer out in the field. It's the best. Anyway, um, <laughs> how about Purina Meow Mix? Remember? Meow 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 meow. Oh, that, meow is that meow, Purina? Meow. Yep, Pur- Purina Meow Mix Maybelline Classic. Maybe she's born with it. Um, FreeCreditReport.com. Remember that? F R E E. That spells free. Creditreport.com, baby. And then there was there was like a band. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Quiznos Rats. Yeah, <laughs> the yes. Quiznosobs. <laughs> they are good to oh, eat. Man, Mentos. We got a pepper bar. <laughs> I had never ever seen or heard that one until oh, yeah. you shared it the with me. The best part of waking up is Mentos. <laughs> Wait, no, that's something else. Mentos, fresh goes, fresh goes better with Mentos, fresh and full of life. Mentos, the fresh maker. Yeah. So, true story. When I was in college for a while, you remember if you read, if you remember those Mentos commercials, somebody would do something really crappy. Yeah. And then they'd hold up the Mentos, and the other person would be like, "Oh, don't worry about it. You get the Mentos, yeah. the fresh maker." So, me and my friend Ben in college came up with this idea that like. You could say or do anything horrible to each other, and then you just have to look at the other person and go like this. 
<laughs> which for people that are listening, I just made Papa the, the Mentos. pop the Mentos that, yes. that, they, that they do in the commercials. And the other person, no matter what it was, had to look at you and go, <laughs> like, don't worry about it. You got me with the Mentos. So like, yeah, you could just be like, Adam, you look really stupid in that hat. And you'd be like, how dare you? And I just go, and you'd be like, oh, okay, never mind. Oh, Mentos, man, that's guy. I, we need to try to bring that back. Just, even if it's just you and me. Maybe Tommy wants to get in I'll on do, it. I'll do it to you from the stands at a baseball so game. So if I like accidentally back into your truck sometime, I'm yeah, just going to pop the med. <laughs> and you're going to be like, oh, uh, don't it's worry all good. about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I the fresh maker. <laughs> I have two more written down. An absolutely iconic one. The touch, the feel of cotton. The fabric yep. of our And life. I think it's just called cotton. Cotton brand. Or was it like Fruit of the Loom? I think it was just cotton brand. Sometimes these industries just advertise for the whole industry. Yeah. Like, uh, remember the beef commercials? It was like beef. It's what's for dinner. Yep. It was like, this isn't even for a company. This is just for like <clears throat> the entire beef industry yep. is advertising <laughs> as, a, as a whole right now, as a monolith. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Go beef, baby. Uh, last one I have written down. I know you'll remember this. It was a cough drop brand. Ricola, yes, the guy, the guy doing that. Ricola, Ricola, I love it. Oh, and then didn't didn't he have like a big horn sometimes? Yeah, he had like a Ricola. He was like a Swedish dude, right, or a German dude yeah. or something. Big old Swedish, German, Danish guy. I don't know something. No, he wasn't Danish. A Viking. I think he's wearing Lederhosen. Could have been. I think you're right. Swedish or German or yeah. Austrian or something. Yeah, yeah. Ricola. Very memorable. Now, I wish I could remember. Um, did Coca-Cola have one? Coca-Cola had one. I think like people like make fun of it now. They say it's horrible. A lot of there's a lot of I was doing some research and people say like the pop ones like Coca-Cola, Pepsi and stuff are dumb, get made fun of. Cereal is according to surveys the most recognizable. Jingles? Jingles cuz you got Who has a jingle? Cuz like the Rice Krispies. That's not a jingle, crap, that's a slogan. But they made like a jingle out of it. Tricks are for kids. Again, not a jingle. Lucky Charms, magically delicious. Oh wait, wait. Um, Lucky Charms did have a song, right? It was like pots, golden rainbows, and me red balloons. Yeah, right. Hundred percent. You're right. Clovers and horseshoes. Like he sang all the little marshmallows. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, cereal was the most popular jingles mm. as as like a brand or whatever. I I think I think of more slogans like like Frosted Flakes. They're great. Yep. Um, was it Raisin Bran? Two scoops. Yep. Two, Two scoops. scoops. Ah, good times. Those are never gonna. They're they're gonna be with us forty years from now. I'll probably text you in the next couple of days as I come across jingles on TV or something like that. Like I could just probably go to YouTube and type in '90s jingles and, and a bunch are gonna come up. Yep. All right. Wait, what was the gum one? Wasn't there a double mint gum song? Yeah, double the pleasure, double the fun with Wrigley's. Yeah, it was, so, but like you would see like identical twins riding a tandem bike in the commercial. Yes, that was, was double was the pleasure, all, double the fun, double mint. Wrigley's double mint gum, I think. But there was a song. There was, but I do not remember it. Okay. Dang. Wish I did. Oh, well. All right. 90s quick hitter time. Then we're going to bounce. This is short and sweet. I just, I remember this a long time ago and wrote it down. The ice cream cups you would get at like the concession stand or that were like given to you if you had a meal prepared for you at an event or something like that. And you had to eat them out of the little cup with like a mini tongue, disp- d- tongue depressor. 
They give you like the little wooden spatula. Yeah, but I remember to that eat mostly it with, for and like it was, malt cups. I'm getting like gaggy thinking about that. So you're gagging thinking about using that little wooden tongue yeah, depressor. Like, it's like a little wooden spoon tongue depressor See, you got to eat it with. And it like. The only time ugh, I've ever. I just hated it. I think the only time I've ever eaten something with that wooden tongue depressor thing is like at a baseball game, you get like those frozen lemonades. Yeah. But otherwise, I feel like always spoons. I always like the Schwann ice cream cups that have the chocolate swirl. Yeah. Those are really good. So good. I love a good Schwann's yeah. cup. It's got the little cardboard top with a little tab you just pull oh, yeah. back. Oh, yeah. Those are. Oh, man. Those. and it's To me, that's the perfect amount of ice cream. Yep. I don't want more than that. Yep. I just want a little tiny cup of ice cream. Yeah. And the aura of these little lemon freezes. Holy cow. Those were good. Mm-hmm. Just just smash them. My mom loves malts. I don't really like malts. Not a malt guy. It's a weird flavor. It's like, hey, do you want to eat something that kind of tastes like ice cream? And it's <laughs> like, no, I'd rather just eat ice oh, cream. I just remembered. I wish Tom was here to hear this in person, but he'll hear when he listens. Shout out to the Misty Freeze from Dairy Queen. I had one after the Good Friday service at church, and it was phenomenal. What do you mix in there again? It's just a slushy and ice cream. Ooh, dude, amazing! I had a blue one, strawberry. I think it was strawberry banana mango, bro. So good. I still think the Blizzard's that a sounds, little bit better. That sounds really bad. Oh my gosh! Amazing. Strawberry banana mango. Oh yeah, and vanilla ice cream. Oh yeah, dude. So. As I said before, I don't love a lot of fruit-flavored things. Yeah. You might not like the Misty Freeze. I used to get an orange one back in the day. They don't do orange anymore. Very depressing. Uh, But, boy, an orange Misty Freeze back in the day, tough to beat. That was my first Misty Freeze in 15 years, probably. Small Snickers Blizzard with vanilla ice cream is low-key goaded. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. I Though, my thing with Blizzards is I don't like... The candy, because it gets really hard in the ice creams. I like the chewy stuff. Brownie batter, cookie dough. cheesecake, cookie dough. I mean, I'm there's nothing wrong with the Snickers Blizzard, I like, obviously. I like, I like a little chewy Snickers in my vanilla ice cream. Oh, man. Just don't make it with chocolate ice cream. That's too much chocolate. Yeah. No, chocolate ice cream, get out of here. All right. That's all I got. Um, <clears throat> should I end this in ASMR since April 9th? Was you a, can, but I'm not going to be here. Was National ASMR Day? Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed all of this talking and chattering that we did. Um, Remember to like and subscribe on all the social medias. Uh, Share it with your friends. And Okay, I don't want to do that anymore. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram. uh, But search Backroads and Bonfires. Clips from the podcast will be on there so you can see some of these things we talk about in person in video hopefully someday we'll have full video episodes but baby steps people baby steps um let's see here i have a tiktok just search for official adam Pedersen on tiktok i have a youtube page as well where i make fun youtube videos uh i did the Oreo roulette challenge some disgustingness happened there a lot of fun stuff so check all that out um We'll see you next time as we head down that gravel road and look for that bonfire. Hot, hot.